Bonds. We've got Larry Shover standing by for our weekly convo as Treasuries broke through to the highest levels in yield since June. Okay, what do you think, Mr. Shover? Is uh, this the beginning of a path back to the highs? I don't think so, although I was wrong uh, this past week and I continue to be wrong. It was like steepening and confused this week. It's just so many, it's unbelievable when you saw like the 210 spreads uh, have a bear steepening the way it did. Um, people are saying, why are rates going higher right now? And there are so many factors going on. And I think there's a lot of people very, very confused. So uh, we got to 3.2 and uh, 3.1 is kind of a level that had been uh, at the site of a lot of trading here uh, throughout this year. So once we got through there, I mean, what's stopping us from getting to the highs? Uh, should we just look at this technically and forget all the fundamentals? It seems like maybe the chart just serves us better at this point. Great question. I'm not much of a technician, <laughs> but 325 is is one of those zones that we've tested before, tested you know a couple times, and beyond that, it, it's like it, it, there's nothing but air until we get to like 345, three and a half. I still am deeply convicted we won't see that, but however, it, it's it's good mantra just in case. Okay. So the uh, role of data in this, what do you think it's playing, what we saw from the economy, where our numbers were actually okay in some of the data this week, and including today's top line, our economic surprise rate is getting less negative. I checked it today. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, uh, financial conditions are definitely not as hard or as tight as they, they could be. You look at the volatility index, the VIX, not terrible. Um, the stock market, we know it's been selling off, but you know our PCE is double what it was back in 2018 when we had to make those like emergency cuts and rates. So there's a lot of factors going on. And I think also the ECB coming up next week is doing a lot of heavy lifting for us. I mean, the fact is record inflation and energy crisis there, the very dim outlook. And, and like the Fed, whether they like it or not, Prices are rising so fast that they have to continue to be as hawkish as possible. And you know, think about what's going on in Europe, a 75 basis point rate hike. It, in a textbook, say that makes no sense, but that's what they're urged to do. And I think that's what we're seeing playing out here in our market right now. Mm. Okay, uh, so in terms of uh, September, uh, Larry, 75, 50, it's kind of going back to a coin flip at this point, uh, judging by the Fed watch tool. Uh, any strong bias on which way they go? I think it's going to be 75. And I think the, wow. last time the Fed fund futures uh, had a 60% chance of that. I mean, I mean, unless like September 13th CPI number is completely off the charts different. I mean, Right now, it seems like the employment figures, anything with to do with jobs is really the, the foundation, at least of my thesis. And when you have the participation rate doing what it did today, I mean, if our jobs market was not on solid footing and we had a participation rate gain like we did, the unemployment rate would be much higher than what was posted today. So I think that is giving the Fed a lot of um, you know, justification for a 75 basis point rate hike. Uh, Larry, would you describe yourself as an economic bear? Because if you're trading a flattener, but you're expecting 75 bips, most people would say, well, if you're 75 bips, you'll be selling the long bond on a hawkish Fed. But <laughs> if that curve flattens out, that's just because the economy is strained too much, right? 
Yeah, no, no, you're you're exactly right. But I think there's so many other things going on. Um, when you think of like, uh, there's a, a a deluge of a corporate issuance that's coming out next week that's going to affect everything. Oh, we okay. have like, um, an, a big uptick in quantitative tightening starting in September uh, at 60 billion a month. I mean, so much bigger. And keep in mind that uh, Soma is double what it was in 2019, the last time we had to have a revision from rate hikes to rate cuts. So all I have to say, I'm still in favor of the flattener. I definitely lost money this week. I got stopped out on it. Um, I've done well on it previous, but and right now I have no position, but waiting to re-enter that at this point, knowing full well that I've been wrong. And so I'm not going to try to continue to be wrong, wait for a place to get into it again. All right. I hear you. Larry, always uh, like the transparency, fun chat. Have a great weekend, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Larry Shover uh, joining us from D. Alexander Capital.